Time to talk some football. Fred de Jong joins the program again. Fred, it's been months. How are you, mate? Months, mate. The whole World Cup in between. <laughs> I uh, know. All good, mate. All you're, good. You're over it now that it's finished. You're okay. You've had some sleep, some rest. You're feeling good again? Yeah, good World Cup too. It, uh, God, times were, times were terrible you know, for the games, but uh, you know, what, a, what a really good World Cup. Yeah, even um, I managed to watch yeah. a handful of games, mate. How about that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Russia, Russia did a good job putting it on. So, you know, uh, a lot of the, the naysayers up front were thinking there's going to be a lot of stuff going on negatively. But uh, I think by and large, as, as is probably normally the case, um, you know, the country gets behind the event. And it was, uh, they really turned it on. That was then, though. This is very much now. And now it's all about <laughs> Andreas Haraf, who's... Uh, Resigned. He's um, <clears throat> left his post as the technical director and the football ferns head coach. Even though he's been, uh, what's the term they use again, Fred? He's been on gardening, gardening leave, leave, rest leave, leave. yeah, whatever special he's been. Leave. Yeah, special, special leave. leave in this case. Yes, he's gone now. So when you found out about that, um, any surprise at all, Fred? Not at all. Uh, I think this was uh, this was the only outcome that was going to play out. You know, uh, he. I think there, there were two options here for Andreas. One was to resign and move on, um, which is obviously what he's done. I think the other option would have been to try and um, wait out the, the findings from the investigation that's currently underway uh, and then you know, take his chance on what, the, what those findings were going to be. But I would say that you know, he would, those, the, the, the thought being that there's going to be you know, a fair amount of negativity in those findings. And so probably... You know, he would have uh, he would have been down the road at, at that point anyway. So he's you know, decided to cut and run, and probably um, to save to save his career um, for his future work. So it's said that he's going to be involved in this review. Uh, unlike CEO Andy Martin, who decided to retire and leave the planet, we'll never hear from him again. I mean, they said he might contribute, but I doubt it. So does that surprise you that he does actually want to put his hand up and be involved, or is this lip service? Do you think it'll actually happen? Uh, well, I mean that's that's up to him whether he. I, I think he'll he'll probably contribute to the review because I think a lot of the stuff is going to be very pointed um, at the way he ran uh, the program and um, for the for the ferns. And I think again for his uh, future employment, I think it's probably in his best interest. He'll he'll feel that he puts his side of the story forward um, to because otherwise it's just going to be a, a, a blanket. Uh, negativity, uh, there's going to be blanket negativity around um, how that Ferns camp was uh, was run. And so, you know, for him, I think he'll he'll try and mitigate that to some degree. That's quite a powerful term, blanket negativity. Is that the, the general take, though, from everyone you've been talking to and from the football world in general? Yeah, I think so. I think he, you know, the, the there was probably overwhelming um, sort of, yeah, negative sentiment to especially uh, how the how that team was um, was run um, the, the, in the camps that, that he had um, from the playing group, um, and then outside of that, the way they approached the game against Japan, and and then his comments after that game um, probably put offside everyone else because he um, from that uh, press conference, I think, it was pretty clear he didn't understand. New Zealand and the New Zealand psyche, and so there's a real mismatch there um, because you know, we're obviously, as we all know, we're a country of overachievers with very little resource.
uh, and he just didn't understand that. And so from a position of, I think, quite um, arrogant, he uh, he just came across as um, being completely detached from, uh, from where New Zealanders sit. Yeah, well, those comments and the subsequent comments to the media, myself included, suggest to me that he basically made a noose and put his head in it as far as his career was concerned. If, if that hadn't have come about, if he hadn't have said anything... In those couple of days, he may still very well be there, or do you feel that the the general groundswell was that he was going to go regardless? No, no, I think I think he, you're right. I think he he just made his own bed through those through those comments. He you know he could have um, obviously he could change the way that that team was going to play, and you know, from from an external perspective, because you know, most unless you're in the camp, you don't know what's going on inside the camp. But from an external perspective, you know, a change in approach to how how they played, and uh, you know, he w- would have probably gone a long way to a lot of the external people to to say, okay, well, he's, he's learned his lesson and move move forward. But uh, you know, as soon as he came out and said, you know, we're never going to achieve, we can never do this, we can never do that, he's, he's just dead in the water because how can you how can you play for that? Uh, the players were just completely switched off at that point. It's going to be quite interesting when the review eventually does come out, and I'm presuming it's going to be rather in-depth as to how he actually got to a position where he became the technical director and, and the football ferns coach, how he interviewed, so on and so forth. There's, there's a lot to dig out of this still, isn't there? Yeah, and the, you know, the, the terms of reference for that investigation have gone very, very wide, um, and they've looked you know, very very deeply at a whole lot of areas of New Zealand football. And I think it's, um, you know, the, the danger is that it becomes just this massive um, witch hunt. Hopefully it's, it becomes more of a purge on how some areas of the business were run. And um, if it's the latter, then I think it can be a good thing. It's almost like a cleansing and, and New Zealand football can move forward. Um, if it's the former and people just use it to take a pop at, at all and sundry, then I think it can be quite a negative thing. Which way are you leaning, Fred? I, I, I just hope pe- um, people that are contributing to it um, would would see it in the in, in that light and say, okay, we're we're trying to help the organisation to realise how, um, as I say, some areas of the business have, have been run, and and we're doing it from a good space um, rather than say, look, I just want to have my two cents worth and and get a dig in at some people that have been there or, or aren't there any longer. So if, um, if that's the case, then it can be a good thing. And, and then you know, New Zealand football sort of recalibrates and then go, goes forward because you know, as ever with, with in a sporting organisation, there's a whole bunch of people at New Zealand football who are doing working incredibly hard, doing good jobs. And you know, what you don't want is that, that what's going on now um, turns them off that and you, know, and you lose more good people. A lot of jobs going. Fred, you're keen? CEO, technical <laughs> director, football ferns coach. I mean, we laugh, and I'm serious. I mean, there, there's some pretty big jobs at New Zealand football. Are there, we've got capable people within New Zealand football to take those jobs, or are we going to carry on relitigating the sins of the past and going overseas? No, there's capable people in New Zealand, absolutely, for those roles. And and so, obviously, that's the that's the, the hugely important next step. You've got to fill the roles with, with really good people and people of a like mind who who understand what New Zealand or football in New Zealand is like. You know, you're trying to to do a whole lot of really good things with not much resource and not much money. 
um, but you've got to be innovative and you've got to you know got to try different things and and you've got to get um, you've got to get people and players administrators coaches refs everyone you've got to get them all sort of on side um, understanding what you're trying to do and and then there's a you know then you can do good things we've seen that in the past Dark, um, sorry, Fred, darkest before the dawn? Did you think that's the case with this, that all these bad times, and it's been extremely tumultuous for New Zealand football over the recent times and also the not-so-recent times as well. Mm. Could this signify a real change in direction and suddenly it becomes this bright light, this shining star, uh, once we've gone through all this filth? Absolutely. I think it, I think it could be, and that's why I say hopefully the, the people that are... You know, anyone who contributes to the investigation takes it in that light. We were saying, yep, there's some yeah, there's some there's some process stuff in New Zealand football that's that's not not, not great and and you know there's some individ- there's been some individuals, you know, passing through there um, that may have done some things that that aren't great. But by and large, there's there is a whole lot of good stuff in New Zealand football. Um, you know, and and so hopefully Hopefully, it is. It is exactly that. It's it's a it's a cleansing and a, and a, a sort of a point in time that we can hopefully look back in a few years and go, actually, that was good. That was you know we needed to do that, and and since then football has been in a really good space. One last so, thought. Sorry, one last thought, Mister Jiong. Before you leave, Abby Ursi, could you come back again? What do you reckon? She's still only twenty eight. Absolutely, she could come back. Yes. You know, but but it's. You know, it's got to be um, the environment's got to be right for both parties, and I mean that from a New Zealand football perspective as well. It's not just, oh, Abby, you know, we're just going to fall all over ourselves to get you back. It's like this is the environment we're going to put in place. Are you on board with that? Yes, I, yes, I am. That sounds good. Uh, then, then you know, we can we can come back together again. I think that's for for anyone who's um, who's who's been part of it and sort of stepped aside. Got any names for people who might? Fulfill roles, or is that a pointless exercise right now? Likes of football firms, coach, tech directors, CEOs. I think I think we uh, I think we finish the investigation first, find out what comes out of that, um, and then it's a, it's almost like a holding pattern until that that's finished, and and then at that point, um, yeah, you start pulling names out of hats and whatever, um, because yeah, un- until you get to that point, um, then. Maybe maybe the job specifications, the roles, or whatever. Maybe there's going to be slight tweaking in that area. So I think yeah, wait 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 for a couple of months and then and then start afresh. Keep the CV in the drawer, Mister Yong, and we thank you very much for your time. As always, looking forward to catching up again soon. Got me. Cheers, mate.